Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called go. The old Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon! Oh, ah, ah, ah. Hey, Danny and Dusty with you on this Monday. How are you feeling? You said that was like the first orangutan that sounded like you was back. Mostly, mostly back, monkey for sure. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm probably at like eighty five percent now. Like yeah. It's, it's only like a cough, like maybe once an hour. Yeah. We've been uh, so worried about your cough. Uh, we need to talk about the elephant in the room. Mm. Can we do it finally? What, what's that? Is <laughs> you. That I am the only person here with hair oh, on right. my head. Mm. Like you, I, I don't know. You decided the other day to just shave, shave your head. Literally, I got home and I said, "I'm bored." Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Mm. That is another mm. serial killer behavior oh. that you just <laughs> showed us. You know. Like well, I mean, I, it, the thing is, I mean that in the nicest way possible look, because I feel like you may kill me uh, uh, at some point. I, I had that look. Yeah, I, I'm aware. Of, yeah, I, I look like I may have gone missing on January sixth right does, now. Both does, Sue and I. Does this cloth? Does this cloth smell funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you smell like chloroform. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Which, by the way, that takes two minutes, right? Five. Oh. Five. So it's not like two he seconds knows. like yeah. it's show you no. in the movies. No. He knows. Yeah. No, you gotta get the good of stuff. He, does. he knows. Yeah. Go with the needle. Come on now. Wow. Um <laughs> it's, it's it's just what how it goes. Uh thankfully, like look, I don't have a lot of great physical traits. One of them yeah. is that I have a big round dome. You do. And I, I can you shave do. my head quite mm-hmm. simply and not yep. have like eggs all over my head. Uh, the other part is my hair grows very fast. Very, you have fast growing hair. Yeah, like so, faster than normal. Yeah, it it'll be like comfortably back in a month, six weeks. Like you're kidding? No, two months tops to where it's like really. Stylable. Yeah, my I hair, had my no hair, idea. My hair grows dumb fast. I get my hair cut typically. I didn't know that was possible. I I get my hair cut typically every ten days. Jeez. Yeah. That's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I to to stay well. I shouldn't say that now. What are you a chia pet? Are you part chia? Uh, it's probably every two What's weeks. What's your ancestry? It's, it's probably German, little what, Swiss. What's funny because chia. I don't ha- I don't have really hair anywhere else, but on my head it grows fast. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna be a guy uh, who has bushy eyebrows when you get older. Like what do you mean you're gonna older. Bu- like no, 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 I trim them four or like once every four days. Yeah. yeah, I've got the hair everywhere else, but it's the head that doesn't grow fast. No, like the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Childish. Yep. It's all, all right. Real. But no, my, my eyebrows, my wife gets this um, evil look on her face. And yeah. She's like, hey, you've got a stray eyebrow right there. And it's always because she wants to pluck like 40 of them. Oh, we pluck some. Just oh, grab them. Just yanks them out. It's terrible. I had this problem with my wife. We actually had to, had to have a conversation with her. I am not a person that likes, you know, like if there's a stray hair, you just grabbing grab it, it yeah. or nope. anything. Nope. There was one time we were driving in a car, and she is a she's a picker. Mm. Oh yeah! And there was something in my ear, and she just reached over and just shoved her finger in my ear. I was like, ah! I almost crashed the car <laughs> because <laughs> you were not prepared. Yeah, and you I was gotta like, give me a heads up on that. You yeah. gotta at least like verbalize it. Like even if it's like as you're going, hey, there's for something the, there. That yeah, you can't just shove a finger in my ear. Well, I mean, 
You know, you can't do that. It depends on your relationship. We're gonna just—I would crash the car. I mean, that's part of your case. near crash the car. <laughs> there is a fetish for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> Actually, I'm not gonna. I, no, I was no, about yeah. to say I don't think ears are one, but I'm not. I'm not. There's, I'm not gonna there go is there. for There's somebody out there. Yeah, somebody's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Either that, that or somebody just went, "Ooh, I never thought of that." <laughs> yeah, they probably did. <laughs> They probably did. It is what it is. Well, so yeah, you just got bored and yeah, I wow, this is gonna got sound, bored and shaved your head. This, this is going to sound even more insane when I was much younger. Well, you do need to like pick up a book, you know, like more like people read or something. Yeah. You're just like, nope, something to shave my head real quick. Okay. I used to just go get piercings. What? Oh yeah, go ahead and ask. Yeah, well, how? Like I, I'm looking at you now, and there's you one? have none visible. Look, no, there's which... two. There's two, two visible, just not in. I do not want to hear Prince Albert at all. Didn't go there, but we went below the we went below the neck. Oh my gosh, you had nipple rings. A, a, a left. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, had, I had a lefty. <laughs> For how long? Ah, like three months. Awkward, dude. Really? Yeah, it was a. Uh, Why did you do that? It was a lost bet. Why? Oh man. I was fully expecting uh, the answer on, to be on. I got bored. But wait a minute. Yeah, you just <laughs> well, said no. I used to get bored and but get that, piercings. But that was the whole thing. Was like uh, I got bored, and so I like I made a bet that I'd probably lose. And so you went. You got a nipple ring, huh? Yeah, I had the. I had the tongue. I've had the labray, uh, nose, the eyebrow. nose. Yeah. Would you put like a little stud, stud in there? Two Tupac stud. Yeah. Oh, adorable. Yeah. See, I had three in one ear and two in the other, but that's it. Both 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 my ears are permanently like they're never going to close, and I had yeah. cartilage on on both sides. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I'll I'll freak my daughter out every now and then when she leaves like earrings laying around. I'll just I'll throw them in, in my ear yeah. and be like, "She's like, Dad, stop it! Yeah. You're embarrassing me." I told her I'm going to put them in while your friends are here. One yeah, hundred percent. Or when you go to an event, you just wear like the dangliest earring she has. That won't happen. Oh, no, that <laughs> strictly for the privacy of home. Go, yeah. go for the giant yeah. hoops. Yeah, I've I've already planned out ways to embarrass yeah. my kid. My my wife will go. That is so gross. Have you ever take us out? Have you ever actually jokingly put on like giant hoops as a as a dude? I don't. It's mm-hmm. it feels yeah. weird. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the I don't understand how people do that all the time. Like, it feels awkward. I yeah. can't believe we're just blasted right past the nipple rings that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we're on to something else. But, yes, I think we have. Uh, you had three ear, ear, three holes in one ear, huh? Three, three in the left, two in the right. Only two in each one still remain, but, yeah. Okay. I did my own cartilage. 90s were a hell of a time. I, I, I iced it up yeah. and just shoved a stud through. I mean, come on. Yeah, I started college in the fall of 1994. So, yeah. I wow. had some earrings. Got some earrings. Wow! Yeah, just, just all over the place. Listening to Blind Melon, probably mm. Sublime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sublime's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His kid is uh, is singing with the band now. Do you see that? I did see that. That's pretty cool. Sounds That's... just like him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know the guy. Oh, hopefully, name. He lives longer. Who died? Uh, uh, crap. Bradley. Bradley. Yep. Not Cooper. Oh, that's gonna drive me nuts. Now, Bradley Noel. Mucho mm. gusto, me amo Bradley. Uh. Bradley Noel. Yeah, Bradley Noel. There yes. we go. That sounds like the guy who would sing for Sublime. Yeah. I knew it was Bradley mm-hmm. just based on that one, one song. song. Yeah, that one lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I used to change my hair. I, we've talked about this before. I've had basically every haircut known to man. I would get bored and just do stuff. Hmm. Yeah, that was also when I did the uh, not-so-slim-shady look. Mm. Oh. oh, yeah. No, I... I yeah. We've I, all been I, there, yeah. yeah. I, I turned into that. I, I, I mentioned this before. I, I did lose a bet where I had to put cornrows in. And I bleached it completely blonde just to. Oh, come on. That's the look. another one where you knew you made the bet knowing you're going to lose it. No, not the cornrows <laughs> one because that one hurt. My buddy put him in so tight that, like, they physically hurt. Uh, he 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 did them so tight. My eyebrows were up at the top of my hairline, and I went wakeboarding. He just always looks surprised. Oh yeah, me. no, bro. I'm not, I'm not even remotely <laughs> kidding. I was wide eyed the entire time. I went wakeboarding and I just absolutely ate it, and yeah. they all busted out. Mm. 
and when they came out, they just turned into dreads. You look like a, just, high, a high school girl that just got back from Cabo. Oh like, yeah, it <laughs> was so, get the braids. It was so bad, dude. I, I had to shave it off, so I had this bleach blonde that I uh, ended up shaving off because I couldn't untangle them all. <laughs> yeah, it was that was brutal. That sucked. Now I just have this like in my mind. There's just this version of Danny that is a, just an amalgamation rose. of all of it: nipple rings, bleach blonde, corn dreadlocked yeah. cornrows yeah. falling out. You knew there had to be a puka shell necklace yes. there too. Oh, you kidding me? <laughs> God, yes. Looking like you were a Florida man. Like you, in my mind, what I'm seeing right now. You throw a pair of jorts on you and. Wall. Yeah, you have your gas can Oakleys that you're putting on. You look like you would just be put a full throttle in your hand yeah. or Monster Energy drink, and I, you are from Florida, dude. I've vacillated. Plain white tank top. Well, yeah. the funny thing is, I vacillated from like boy band to Florida man. Those were like the two extremes. Of it. Oh boy, yeah. So, how was the Warp Tour, and how many times did you go? You know what? I it was one I never made it to. Oh, really? Yeah, they had it at the That's uh, a surprise the fairgrounds out there a bunch of times. I did go to see uh, Drowning Pool out there, the, the the show that he died before he took the stage. That's Wait, the closest that I got to what lead singer in Drowning Pool? He he, d- he died here. He OD'd mm-hmm. here. Oh, yeah. Wait, before he took- before before the show before the show OD'd in the trailer. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That sounds sucks. Like, sounds like bad timing. Mm. It's very sad to yeah. hear. You could say the body's to the floor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I broke Jeff. There and we go. And there we go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are you related to Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, but somebody had it right. The uh, the uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm I'm yeah. I, I, I I'm fully aware, especially with the big fat meathead I have right now. Ooh. I'm leaning into that. Yeah, were you ever a juggalo too? No, insane clown posse didn't, didn't go because down the ICP route. If you like in this like this manifestation that I have created in my mind, never touch the makeup. You, if you throw a little face makeup mm-hmm. with those with all those tats, and tats yeah, yeah, you would have been a great juggalo. And that was the thing is like I always thought like I, I have tattoos, but they're all on my back. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. Like I've always kind of operated like that, although I'm heading towards midlife crisis where I'm probably going to get a full sleeve. Uh, but I was always like, do something less permanent. Anytime I wanted change, it was like... Besides was... covering your back of, with tattoos. Well, that well again, those were like active choices. Yeah. Like those, every tattoo that I got, I thought about for a very, very, very long time before I got them. I got them in places, not physically, but like geography, that you probably shouldn't, like Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh <laughs> Other foreign nations that most people haven't heard of, like Kyrgyzstan. Um, in yeah, what, yeah, you're right. I would never get a tattoo in any of those places. No, the one I got in Afghanistan was in a uh, tattoo parlor slash pizza parlor that Ooh. was a former Soviet Union munitions factory that they made in the 1980 war with Afghanistan that he converted into a pizza parlor slash farm slash tattoo parlor, as one does. So, uh, Sergey, who did mine freehand on together. my back, uh, mm-hmm. he was a Russian expat who defected during said war, uh, did the tattoo freehand on me, and then I ate his goat cheese pizza, which is still to this day one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my entire life, because the ingredients literally came from Outback. Don't and get a whole lot more fresh than that, do you? I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's really funny is the the the... Brick like mortar mm-hmm. fire for the pizza that was like in the corners. Like yeah. they used to make bombs there. Yeah. What do we uh what do we what do we thinking about Sergey here though? What kind of demons does he have so in his re- closet oh. where he's like, you know what? Soviet Union. I'm out. I'm out. Afghanistan. Taliban's taking over. I'm going there. Yeah. So Sergey, rad dude, um, very different. The reason I let him do the tattoo, so I've got uh, a family crest, one on, one on each shoulder blade, and if you look at them, like from any like real distance, you can't tell them apart. But if you get up close, you can see that there there are minor differences because he mm-hmm. did them freehand. Mm-hmm. So I let this man at eighteen years old freehand tattoo, no stencil, right on my back, mm-hmm. solely because he did a tattoo on himself of a dragon. That started on his neck, worked right. down his chest, down his stomach, and down both legs. That was photorealistic. And I was like, if he can do that to himself, I'm going to go ahead and trust him to write on my back. 
could have really, really, really been yeah. like the world's worst idea. Those tattoos are 22 mm-hmm. years old now, and they still look better than any of my other ones. Okay. Um, more questions. Go. Does this mean that you've seen Sergei naked? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you just said he covered, his dragon goes all the way down his body. You're like, I saw it. The man, it looked good. He, the, the man was uh, was very proud of his body. Yep. He was a, he was a rocked out little <clears> Russian <throat> dude, but he wore the, uh, he would walk around in flip-flops and a tank top and short shorts. Like, if you're if you're anticipating the short shorts of, like, hmm. Russian dude, yes, that's exactly what you're thinking. He was stereotypical that. All right. So. He was an interesting cat, but man could draw. Was he wearing a like a a, a, a jumpsuit of something? You said a stereotypical, like uh, I'm thinking like Sergey burning heaters, yep. just dangling just from ripping. his lip, yep. wearing like a, a track suit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Chain. Gold oh yeah. Chain? Oh god. Yeah. Good. Good for him. No, I mean he was stereotypical, like that guy. Wow. Super nice guy though. <clears throat> well, that was a journey. Yeah. Oh, uh, we had a lot Play of football. That man, his money. Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. John Malkovich. Also, the tattoo in total cost me eighty dollars for thirteen hours worth of work. Huh. That was the other part of this is that okay. each one is probably about eight inches tall, but they're solid black, and he did not have a fill-in needle, so he filled in with an outline needle. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I fell asleep for probably about half that time. Wow. So I let a guy tattoo on me while I was basically asleep for... In a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Inside a former munitions factory. You're lucky you woke up with all your internal organs. In, yep, and not a nice bath. And now we ask the question, hmm. better decision, <laughs> that or Lamar Jackson throwing in the triple coverage? <laughs> Conference championship weekend gave us a little bit of everything, folks. Uh, we had a question for you on Friday, and we will circle back to it. Um, we said this weekend could mean the most for one of four guys. The poll was absolutely 100% Lamar Jackson. He ran away with it. Is that how it played out? Danny Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford, where they treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at vancouverford.com. We had a Twitter poll just on Friday uh, where Ooh. we asked you, the listeners, which quarterback does championship weekend mean the most for? 58% of the vote came in for Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> who lost the AFC championship game. came in for Jared Goff, who lost the NFC Championship game. Mm. 17% came in for Brock Purdy. And 
3.8% came in for one Patrick Mahomes, giving us our uh, 100% of the votes. So as we kind of digest and come out of championship weekend where Mahomes and the Chiefs, they went the exact way. Like it was, that was really like a, like a Python, the way that they played that game Mm -hmm. where it's a violent, quick attack. And then all of a sudden they just start wrapping you up and squeezing the life out of you. And the next thing you know, you're dead and you're swallowed whole. That's what the Kansas city chiefs did. They jump out, they score two quick touchdowns. And then for the remainder of that game for three quarters, they just squeezed the, life out of the Baltimore Ravens. And it was ugly as sin, particularly in the second half. The first half, you saw some of the uh, magic, so to speak, of Lamar, yeah. and then Chris Jones happened, and then it just felt like it all just went bleh, yeah. the rest of the game. And I think it's an interesting thing when we talk about that question as far as the uh, who it mattered most for who, and who it, ended up mattering, who it ended up mattering the most for. I think that the poll was correct in that the implications of this, as we talk about, later on in the show mm-hmm. the biggest losers in all of this it, i th- i think if you were going to scale it yeah like this the spike for a Purdy or Mahomes is not that grand where the fall for Goff to an extent but particularly Lamar yeah. was like his swing was going to be way up or way down yeah and it, i i find it in entertaining to see how people because of one game are now judging Lamar Jackson's entire season. Like, ah, see, he's not the MVP because he lost in the AFC championship game where we're going to dive into this game. But I feel like there were so many other things that Lamar Jackson that were out of Lamar Jackson's control that happened in that game that cost them. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lamar Jackson, all of a sudden, is is no longer the best player in the NFL for the 2023-2024 season, despite the fact he was the, he was the only damn bright spot that they had for long stretches mm-hmm. of that AFC Championship game, too, where he literally had to catch his own pass one time, and he almost... I thought he was going to score on that. If he breaks that next level... What was interesting is I saw a lot of people trying to force the Lamar Jackson narrative early on. Yeah. Like, when that play happened... That's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. That's going to be the play that everybody yep. remembers. And I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, that's the only play they ended up making. Well, there were a few of them <laughs> where you sit, where you went, what is Baltimore? Why isn't Baltimore going back to this, right? Why is Baltimore not going back to quarterback power that they ran on fourth and short early in the game where you're going, run that again. Get, give Lamar Jackson a chance. Put the ball in his hands and allow him to mm-hmm. make plays. And Baltimore just never ended up going back to it. There were they, they establishing the run period is something that they didn't do. And we'll talk at length uh, about that because that was a, a game planning malfeasance by the, by Todd Monken, who's been exquisite Nails. all season long, but this is what happens when you get into championship games. And I think that for the meaning in who it means the most for, it would have been Lamar Jackson with mm-hmm. a win, but now everybody it, it's, it's crazy to think about, how everything spins on its head on on Monday after these games are all played. Because the guy who I think that game meant the most for is the guy who took third in this voting, and that's Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy goes out for the San Francisco 49ers, and coming out of championship weekend, it it wasn't pretty in the first half. Everybody was sitting there going, Purdy's terrible! The first half, I mean, he was bad. So which, which one is it? Is it that Brock Purdy is good, in, because he has all the tools around him, because all the tools around him should have masked everything that he did in the first half, mm-hmm. right? But then it comes second half when Brock Purdy is electric. He is the only player in NFL history, regular or postseason, to throw for over 150 yards, rush for over 45 yards, complete 80% of his passes, and average 10 yards per rush with zero turnovers in NFL history in one half of football. In one half of football, Shows he did how, that. how great he was in that second half. And he was electric in the second half. And it was like, anybody that has the game manager tag <laughs> for Brock Purdy, shut up, because you saw in the first half, okay, if he's a game manager, then a first half doesn't happen like that, right? Yeah. The second half, 
it was everybody's like after the first half, see, he can lose you a game, he can't win one for you. He won that game in the second hey, half. Real quick, when the Patriots got down twenty eight three, was was Tom Brady really good in that game early on? No, he wasn't. Game manager? He he man he did, managed the, did he, did he the manage, second half. I say did he managed the living hell out of that second half. He sure did, Bob. It's like that's look. I am not comparing Brock Purdy to Tom Brady, but we have to get away from like I know. I think it's very fair of what you just said though. Really quick, that it's also not just what Tom Brady did in that game. Mm-hmm. It's what the Falcons did in yes. that game. It's not just what Brock Purdy was able to do. It's what the Lions didn't the, do. And it, it all that comes down to is putting pressure on mm-hmm. and it's that squeezing like we were talking about yep. with what the Chiefs did to the Ravens the Niners did the same thing yeah you just kind of look at the, the situations that both teams were in and the the more experienced team not quarterback the more, more experienced team got it done like yeah we'll, we'll talk about this later in the sense of like who cares about this game like we all do because it's a Super Bowl but does anybody really care about either team outside of those fan bases? And there's there's some few arguments to be made, but it's like, you know, but that's because of the greatness of these two teams and what they have done. Now, particularly the Chiefs, the 49ers have, you know, asked the bed in the NFC Championship game leading up to this. Mm-hmm. And boy, did it look like they were going to again mm-hmm. in an epic fashion. Yeah. But you saw the bounce back. And I think the bounce back and where the credit needs to be given is that it wasn't a game manager in Jimmy G. It was the difference in Brock Purdy. Yep. They got you look at the roster. Look, look at the rosters the last couple of years. Yes, there's been turnover in a sense. There's, they're not everyone is the same. Christian McCaffrey, obviously a big difference. But the big difference to me is it's Brock Purdy. That's the difference mm-hmm. in the 49ers this year. And if you're going to say that, that's not a game manager. Yeah. Um, text 503-864-6326. Has Lamar ever had a good playoff performance? He is marginal every year in the postseason. Well, uh, last week he was the best player. He was God tier. On the field. But with, but with the exception of that game, he has yeah. he has had some real hairballs in the playoffs. I also like this text, though, because uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly with this. Lamar Jackson didn't fumble on the one-yard line. No. Lamar Jackson didn't get a taunting penalty nope. after a 50-yard gain. Nope. You know, that was Zay Flowers mm-hmm. did both, and then Zay Flowers cut his finger pouting on the bench when he punched the bench. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like Lamar didn't do no. that. Lamar, at the end of the first half, didn't get they got back-to-back 15-yard no. penalties, which was wild. Did see Lamar miss a lot of throws, though. He did. He missed some throws, including the Zay Flowers throw. Mm-hmm. That was not a that was not a great throw. No. He underthrew Zay Flowers, where you don't have maybe you don't even have the taunting penalty if you if, if you he goes can, over the top if you can get a step into your throw yeah. a little bit more. Which also not wholly his fault no. because there was no for, where for him to step up and lead his receiver. But that was always the criticism no. is Lamar pushing the ball downfield. But and this is why I think it's it's wild that. We sit there, and he was great all season long, and we go, one game dictates who he is. One game did not dictate no. who he was. He's still the MVP, and, Lamar, the and Lamar was not um, you know, one of the zebras out there helping out Patrick Mahomes when Lively got tackled. Oh, uh, likely? Of, or yeah. likely, not Lively. Likely got uh, tackled in the middle of the field. Well, let's dive into this AFC Championship game a little bit more because um, that throw, quite possibly one of the worst decisions you could possibly make. Mm. Next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I felt the air rise up in me Kneel down and clear the stone of list I wander out where you can see Inside my shell I wait and bleed I felt the air rise up in me Kneel down and clear the stone of list This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Flowers, he dies. The ball came out. It's recovered by Kansas City. 
Did the ball come out before he broke the plane? I think you're right. They're calling it a touchback and recovery on the field. Boy, Jim Nance and Slipknot do not, uh, they don't go well together. I was just thinking, that's that's rap. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Zay Flowers fumbling on Got the... Got new Masters theme. On the, yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> Watch it, please! <laughs> Wait and bleed. Wait, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> bleed cares? this, bleed that. Yeah. Angry yelling. Rah. <laughs> um, that play right there was... And I, it was kind of the, if it can go wrong, it was the Murphy's Law game for the Baltimore Ravens. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And that fumble just started the slow unravel of of the Baltimore Ravens because just prior to that, you saw an exceptional play made by Zay Flowers. Yeah. Where he gets down, he causes a penalty. They go right back to him. I love the fact they went right back to him after the taunting penalty. They get him within striking distance and poof. How quickly a 17-7 game can see seem so far out of reach uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. But I think that as everybody's criticizing Lamar Jackson for not making the plays, for Zay Flowers, for uh, his Miko Hardman impression. <laughs> womp, womp. But he was actually way more productive than Miko Hardman was. Sure. Patrick Mahomes was in his bag to start that game. I mean, the throw to Kelsey... The heave to Kelsey. Where he runs around for seven seconds? Yeah, and then just chucks it like a shot put, and Kelsey makes the play. Mm-hmm. I I just threw my hands up. I just went, oh, it's going to be that. Well, in the, this is what we talk about when you have the greatest player of his era. That's what he is yeah. right now. And, and, he is the greatest player of his era. and I, We need to stop with the, Patrick Mahomes is closing in on the greatest of all time. <laughs> He has another handful of rings that he needs to fill up before he he gets there. But as far as talent and ability and production and what he can do, I think you could say I think you can make the argument that he is the best capability wise See, to it, ever play that position. But that there are so many things that Go because into you it. could say that about Steve Young too mm-hmm. because what he does is very Steve Young esque. Yeah. You know his ability to run, create, keep a play alive. And John Elway, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, he does all of those things. And this is where I, I think that we just need to appreciate how damn great he is mm-hmm. right now because we are living in the time where he is the best player in the NFL. Yes. No and, matter how much we talk about Lamar or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Tyreek Hill or Brock Purdy or Debo or Christian McCaffrey, we get tired of it. It's in the, It's the same... In the NBA, we got tired of Michael Jordan. That's why he didn't win the MVP every year. We got right. tired tired of LeBron James. That's why he didn't win the MVP every year. The the players that we consistently see like win MVP, yeah, over the best the guy we know is the best player in the league. Right. Lamar Jackson had a phenomenal year. He's going to win MVP. Is he the best player in the league? No. no. No, he's not. He's not. But he was. He had the best. He he had the best season this year. And that he like all of these things are okay. Yes, entirely. Like, and that's why I just want to sit back and appreciate Patrick Mahomes for what he is. Because like it it, it is stupid to sit there and be like, no, he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> okay. You know, he's he's doesn't have any of the he's not even close. Everybody's like, well, six straight conference championship games. Brady went to eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, okay, there we go. Keep going. You, you want to go rings. I mean, Tom Brady, still, we don't need to sit there no. and compare the There's two There's plenty guys. of time for that on the back end. And you know what? He very may well, but why do we want to... We like, don't need to rush to get there. We what, can appreciate it in the moment. Yeah. 100%. It's the same thing with Brady and Montana, too. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why do we need to get there when you could just sit there and appreciate this dude in the AFC Championship game had a roster that was not as good no. as his opponent? And he went 30 for 39 because it wasn't this... 427 yard four nuts. touchdown masterclass and they won by beating them 17-10. Yep. Find me the mistake that Patrick Mahomes made. Find it. Mm. There wasn't. I mean, they played the perfect game against the Baltimore Ravens and there is a I mean there's a lot that you can say in like imposing your will and just being 
a team that has that we are going to win this game no matter what. Yeah. Like the the you whole felt it. Patrick Mahomes is is inevitable. Yeah. That's what that's what greatness does mm-hmm. to you. But the fact is that this Kansas City Chiefs team has now morphed into a complete team mm-hmm. because defensively they are lights out. And what they were able to do offensively at the beginning of the game when you jump on a team early in a game the way that they did and you eat the clock Baltimore, the way that they did. Baltimore they got they played scared after it was 14 to 7. When Baltimore went down and they answered with the touchdown, it was like, "Okay, here we go. We may have a game on our hands." When it got to 14 to 7, you saw a Baltimore Ravens defense or offense that they just scrapped the game plan. They ran the ball one time design like a de- true design run. They 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 did one of them is a Zay Flowers in the second half. They had Zay Flowers with a uh, a little bubble screen that they threw to him in the backfield, right? Outside of that, you had one design handoff to Gus Edwards. And that was it. And all that allowed Kansas City to do was play defense the way they have all season mm-hmm. long, which is their linebackers are so great in coverage, mm-hmm. and they are they were yesterday mm-hmm. against the Baltimore Ravens, but they are the most important piece to their run support. And they that is not a good run defense. No. But they just scrapped it. And they played from behind and they said, Lamar's got to do what Lamar does. No. Like, take what the uh, the San Francisco 49ers did, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. They go down 14 nothing, And what was their answer? Down 14 nothing, An eight-play, 75-yard drive where they ran the piss out of just the ball. Just grind the living hell out of it. I was just looking at this real quick. So, the... Chiefs' first two drives ate up 15 minutes of clock. Mm-hmm. Two drives ate up 15 minutes. It is not until the second drive in the third quarter that the Ravens caught up in time of possession to the first two drives. Yeah. To the first two To the first drives. two drives. It was like 20 to 8, wasn't it? Yeah. In time of possession. I mean, it, that's how long it took them to catch back up, and so much of that is because they abandoned the run game. And no, did, did the were the Ravens being wildly successful outside of Lamar Jackson? No, but you didn't even test it. In the like, I know the fear of Patrick Mahomes, and they've got points up on you quick, and you feel like you're scrambling, you're chasing, yeah. and they're going to score forty five points. When have they done that all year? When have the Kansas City Chiefs done that all year? You're a great defense. Mm-hmm. You know what the Chiefs did in the second half? They punted five times. And just suffocated them. But I mean, again, this Chiefs offense is not the Chiefs offense of old. It's like oh. you you got the the Ravens got scared. They played with scared money, and they the thought of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelty Kelsey hurt them more than the practice of them. I was there. There's a few things that Kansas City did to Baltimore. One, their defense. I thought it was really fun to watch that second half mm-hmm. because it was. High level of execution defensively by the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, it can be boring when you have punt, 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 mm-hmm. punt. But it was really Disruptive high level as hell, execution. Moving Chris Jones all over the bleeping field. And he was a, a maniac. And he, it was his best playoff game that we've seen. And Steve him. Spagnolo is finally getting the credit that he deserves as being one of the sharpest defensive minds in football because of the fact that he's done it at every place he's gone. And at every turn, you, you look at that and you say, what Steve Spagnolo means to the Kansas City Chiefs defense, it means so much more to Patrick Mahomes because he's one of the big reasons why this offense, which is void of the weapons that it mm-hmm. used to have, can protect him. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is, it's incredible to see how they how they have shifted a a complete franchise's vision in direction to a defensive minded team. And Spagnuolo's done this. He did it in New York with the Giants too, right? I mean, he's he's the one that if you you have a guy who's going to knock off the Patriots um, in the Super Bowl twice, go ahead, have that guy protect your quarterback in, in Patrick Mahomes because this is what we are seeing is with Chris Jones in the way they move. You mentioned them moving him around, and Spagnuolo's kind of wizardry is highlighted in that one play where they tried to get it to Zay Flowers. On, I think it was was it fourth down or no? It was third, it was third, down? third and long, and he where they where jumps they the edge had and he this, just bats it down. They had a screen, and they Chris Jones is just sitting there on the right Already side of the offensive line and just puts his big old mitten out mm-hmm. and does what he does. In this Chiefs defense, 
They bat balls down yes. all over the field every game, but he's in the right spot at the right time. That isn't just Chris Jones. That's no. Steve Spagnuolo That's saying, all right, we know where Set he screen. needs to be. Yeah. And he is always in the right spot. They're, defensively, they've got a bunch of very smart players mm-hmm. and one of the smartest defensive minds in the game right now in Spagnuolo. It, they flummoxed Todd Monken, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and the Baltimore Ravens. We can talk about how it was one of the most egregious throws to Isaiah Likely in triple coverage when you're in field goal range in a game that is a two-score game and you need three points and you are in Justin Tucker's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Like They were in the spot where they needed points. I know it was pass interference. It was pass interference. Yeah. Sean Smith and his crew chalk another one up to Road Dog. Um, and that's but, the, that was the point I was making. Not not that Lamar got bailed out by that throw. I saw people on the text line that it was a, a dumb decision. But they were allowing a lot of contact yeah. all game long. Like their penalties that they were calling, they were more of the hey, we're going to just keep this thing between the navigational buoys. Here. I was saying I don't even we remember. Are, God, was there really that many? There were there, eleven total. There was eleven total penalties, but there wasn't a whole lot of pass interference. Yeah, I didn't. I guess a lot of it was all procedural stuff. There wasn't a lot of holding. Yeah. They were trying to keep the game in control because here's the other thing: Kansas City did a masterful job at. They got inside the head of the Baltimore Ravens early in that game, mm-hmm. and it paid dividends. They got the taunting penalty mm-hmm. on Zay Flowers. They got the unsportsmanlike conduct when Travis Kelsey baited Kyle Van Noy. Um, to the nth degree to get a shove. The late game Roquan. You got the Roquan Smith, which I think, I don't think, by the way, I think that was intentional Roquan Smith jumping off sides because it was first and five. Mm-hmm. You had two timeouts and the two-minute warning still. I think that they were jumping off sides to give him a first down. The 15 yards is the... Is the killer. Is the killer. I was like, why fit? Like, come on. That shouldn't have been a 15-yard no. penalty. But with the fact that you had... You were on tilt. You had a taunting mm-hmm. and an unsportsmanlike before it, that... They're going to throw They're that flag. Yeah. They're going to it's it'll be fifteen, not mm-hmm. five, right? So they did a great job of baiting Baltimore, knowing that they could get in between the ears of Baltimore, and that was the surprising part because that's something you don't see from the Baltimore Ravens. And that's what I was saying when when they played when I said that they kind of played scared. Yeah, is that they they got rattled. They they had the scared money, and it, that's that's the experience of the Chiefs and talking about like again going back to the, the poll question like who did meant more meant more for the quarterback. Did Mahomes have an ounce of pressure on him externally? No. 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 Did the Ravens? Yeah. Every bit of it. If the Chiefs lost, well, you know, Mahomes didn't have weapons. Uh, you know, it's, it's been kind of a weird year. You, you kind of expect it. It's been Lamar's year. He's an MVP. They've got, they're finally healthy. It all makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the excuses were there. Yeah. What, what, what we're doing right now is, there's no, are there excuses being made for Lamar? Is anybody making an excuse for Lamar right now, or is he getting killed? I think he's getting killed, but they are also saying that game plan was thrown into the garbage can early, and that was the worst thing that could have happened sure. for Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. He didn't play well. They but he wasn't set up well They either. did not allow him yeah. to succeed, because you needed to make the linebackers worried about the run game, and they never did it. They never established it, and that is their bread and butter. That is where they are at their best, is when they can run the football, and they never tried to do it. But when you had when you add that to the fact that Patrick Mahomes was on the field, it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey are now in another Super Bowl, and we, the we, fourth one in five years. We haven't even mentioned this yet, and we can talk about it here in a bit, how insane a postseason career Travis Kelsey has had. It is, well, a career, period. Yeah, but I mean... Full stop. But his postseason career, to do what he did, the record that he broke this weekend, <clears throat> is bonkers. Absolutely. We'll get to that coming up next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. What we are seeing from Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, I mean, Travis Kelsey is incredible. This postseason, we've literally, literally never seen this before. No, he is. He and Mahomes just last week they knock off Brady and Gronk for the most uh, connections for mm-hmm. touchdowns in a postseason career. They had to it 
this weekend. And oh, by the way, 11 catches. For Travis Kelsey in the conference championship game, he passes and then just sprints right by Jerry Rice for for the most receptions in playoff history in the NFL. Let that sink in. When you hear Jerry Rice, it's like DiMaggio's hit streak. It's Mm -hmm. Cal Ripken's appearances. It's John Stockton assists. Mm -hmm. These are not supposed to fall. No. Jerry Rice records are not supposed to fall. Especially by a bleeping tight end. (laughs) Like, that's just not supposed to happen. Yeah. That's... Think think about what 151... That was the record. Mm -hmm. 151 catches. And think about the best receivers each year, how many catches they have in a season. Sure. And basically, they've played a full season... But well, they have. They played seventeen, 17 playoff games. games. They've they've had that. No, in, but in the playoffs, but a hot, when things are ratcheted up against better teams, against higher circumstances, mm-hmm. and he has almost what eight and a half catches a game. That is exactly That's why bonkers. he is the best receiving tight end. Yes, like the full stop. Like, and we're we're seeing it. It's playing out in front of our very eyes. And like we're talking about, you know, Mahomes and why we just appreciate the greatness and don't like have this conversation of, is he already better than Tom Brady? Because there's so much further that he needs to go. When you think about Mahomes and Kelsey as the greatest combo in playoff history, you can say that. And it's a statement of fact. Now it isn't a, this like conjecture of, Oh, well, you know, uh, Bryce and Montana, they had four Super Bowls. They're playing in their fourth Super Bowl in five years. They are shattering the records that those two guys put mm-hmm. up together. They're shattering the records that Gronk and Brady put together. They've already lapped Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, uh, excuse me, Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. who are the greatest one-two punch statistically in NFL history yes. when you take the regular season into account. But if you look at it where Kelsey and, uh, and uh, Mahomes are going— He's had 589 catches for 7,300 yards, 53 touchdowns in 93 games together. They've already passed Rice and Montana's regular season, too. Think about that. Like, in, in all of the greatness that we that we hold that combo up to, those two guys were absolutely phenomenal. But what Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are doing as a duo, we've never seen it before. And it is, it's Incredible to see in that that play where Mahomes scrambles around for seven seconds and just flips the ball out there. That is a quarterback and a receiver who have thrown the ball thousands of times together. They know where each other are going to be at all times. They have a connection and a chemistry that is second to none. Second to none. Like, we we haven't seen it because a lot of the receivers that you think about that have that kind of connection, they're so far downfield that mm-hmm. when the play breaks down, this is why Mahomes and Kelsey are so great together, is that he is in a spot where he's in that short to intermediate, and then all of a sudden he finds that soft spot and they know where they're going to be. Where it's going to go. And they know he's always going to be there. The, the interesting thing about this is Tom Brady had Gronk's best his absolute best years. Joe Montana had Jerry Wright's Jerry Rice's absolute best yep. years. Patrick Mahomes did not have all of Travis Kelsey's best years because he didn't take over as the full-time starter until 2018. Kelsey's in the league in 2013. There's a five-year window, which is a literal lifetime in the NFL. The average NFL player's career is under four years. Mm-hmm. So he's already exhausted that imagine where they would be if their careers hit. And that's a big part of these duos, the the Manning, Harrison, Rice, Montana, Gronk, Brady, being so great is that they sync up. And these guys haven't been perfectly synced. Mm -hmm. Again, there's basically a five-year gap between when they got in the league and when they kind of matched up. Think about where those records would be had they been with each other three, four more years, where those numbers would be. I mean, I mean, you, hell, you probably would have Kelsey number one as the best tight end of all time. Like, he's number two between him and Gronk, but... Well, now, I, I feel like we all owe Alex Smith an apology. 
Because remember when Alex Smith got crushed because the Kansas City Chiefs win a full season worth of games without throwing a touchdown to a wide receiver? Mm. I'd throw it to Travis Kelsey too. All a time. lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do that too. Yeah. I'd throw it to the tight end all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's probably especially, a good call. Especially when you go back and you look at their wide receivers. Probably, probably a pretty good call. Was that 2015, 2016 yeah. that they did that? Yeah. Also, Patrick Mahomes is probably looking at, at that statement and going, I, I get what he was going through. And look, this is. This is how dynasties are formed, though. And this is why Kansas City is a dynasty. It is a quarterback. It is a coach. And it is a that, that stabilizing force. And it's the tight end in this, in this situation. Not a wide receiver or not a running back. That they are the stability throughout, through it all. And you have Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. Those guys have been through all of it together. And that is the that's what makes it so special. If you take it, and you mentioned that career that Travis Kelsey had before Mahomes got there, you take them apart, and it's going to be a little bit different, right? Like, if Andy Reid leaves, it's going to be a little bit different. Just like Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and he won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was different, though. Sure. It was different. And it doesn't mean that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey wouldn't have success if Andy Reid decides to hang it up, which there, was, there were those kind of there murmurs. last year. But if... He does hang it up. It doesn't mean that they won't be successful, but it will never be the same if those three guys are not connected all together. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's where, you know, it is so hard to, we want to say, we always want to tear it apart, right? We mm-hmm. want to tear, Mahomes is better than Brady or Montana or anybody else. Oh, hell, we we want to tear apart Belichick job. and Brady. Yeah. Reed's old job in Philadelphia. Donovan McNabb, yeah. yeah. There was that whole deal. Was like, Andy can't get it done, and Donovan's better off without him, and... The the TOs like you just look at that and you just you look back and you go, <laughs> okay, yeah. sure. There is there there is a part of this that we'll have to revisit this because I want to get into the NFC Championship game too mm-hmm. because what we saw from not just the San Francisco 49ers in that win in that comeback, but the the crashing fall of the Lions. <sighs> there is one thing that we're not talking about nearly enough with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they deserve all the flowers. We'll have that uh, coming up a little bit later in the show. But coming up next, let's dive into this NFC Championship game. Uh, A battle of two wills, and the dam broke in the second half. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 